Welcome to the Millennial Recruiter Podcast, the podcast for forward-thinking recruiters. On this episode, I interview Alejandro Perez and Vincenzo Segnali, who are launching their brand new recruitment business, Recruiter, which I say wrong every single time. I've known Alex and Vinny for the last three years, having trained them from training recruiters and seen them bill an average of 10 to 20k a month GP each in a mixture of contracts and perm. Uh, all of their clients were won by them. And I think they won over an 18 month period, about 17 clients between the two of them. And most of the clients bought multiple times. On this episode, we talk about how they did that. And often it's by building positive long-term relationships and creating a really positive candidate experience. I hope you enjoy this show. If you do, it'd be awesome if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to this on. Thank you so much and enjoy. Guys, welcome to the Millennial Recruiter Podcast. How are you both doing this morning? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. We're good, we're good. Ready? Ready, ready to go. And you know what? I think it is a nice way to have a celebration as well because obviously you've just launched Recruit It. There you go. Get in, Ben. We're getting there. (laughs) Guys, tell tell me what's going on with that. So tell me more about what Recruit It do and why you've started. So we started Recruit It. We started talking about it probably about two years ago, Vinny. Yeah. (laughs) It's been long coming, but yeah, we started talking about it about two years ago. And really it was just because we saw that our values aligned. As we started to work together, we saw that we worked well together. We complemented each other well. Um, It didn't take us long to decide that eventually we wanted to start a business together doing recruitment. And I think what just kind of pushed us to do it was COVID try and make something positive out of a really big negative. And obviously we've got the support around us. So I think it was the perfect time. One thing you said is about your values being aligned. And obviously something that I noticed is as I saw you both grow from trainees into really successful consultants. Tell me more about your your values as recruiters. Um, I think it comes, look, really it boils down to being honest and not messing people around if you want what we're going to have on our website it's honesty integrity trust and professionalism but the main most important one to me is the fifth one um which really wasn't too fond of is the no corporate spiel no bullshit we will be honest with you we will manage your expectations we will give you the best feedback we can we're not just going to brush you off and forget about you once we've placed you it's we're not just, yeah, we're here to support you in the long run. We've got that long-term vision that I think a lot of recruitment is lacking. Yeah. I think it's one thing that I've seen from you, like, obviously there are some old school environments where like people speak to candidates for, I don't know, five minutes, 10 minutes, and never speak to them again. I think we've got Vinny on the other hand, he used to walk around the office <laughs> with, with his average call time being to hours sometimes. Like, what, what makes you spend so much time speaking to candidates? Why do you do it? Well, I think that there are two big reasons for that. Uh, one is definitely the fact that you need to build a relationship. Therefore, you know, having a five minutes conversation, uh, above all, when, you know, we're talking about the first conversation, that's definitely not a good uh, business card to give to people. So, 
you, you try to, you know, at the end of the story, our job, unfortunately, doesn't allow us all the time to be in front of people. So you, you need to build a relationship from a cold phone. So, yeah, of course, you need to, you know, to, 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 to do it in a different way from my point of view, which is, you know, try to engage, try to be, uh, try to have this long conversation where the person actually try to open up to you and, and will tell you more about him or her. And, um, and definitely the other point is because of the of the image that, that you're giving to the other person, someone there, you know, that's the goal. Uh, just check the skills and that's it. He's, he's not doing his job in the way it should be done. I think that, you know, recruitment is all about the personal situation, personal circumstances that can happen later on. So you need to be able to analyze this situation, even if it's too personal to the person, but analyze those situations to then, you know, avoid uh, uh, something goes wrong in future, if that makes sense. Of course, of course. I think, again, it's something that I've noticed with the both of you in the time that I was working with you is the amount of value that you give to candidates. Like, what, what types of things do you do to try and add value to your candidates? Ben, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can carry on. Okay, so look, it... I want to add on to what Vinny said before, though, before. Um, at the end of the day, what are we selling? We're selling people and we're selling jobs. Who, do you know any salesperson that will start selling their product after reading about it for five minutes? No. Or just reading the instruction manual? No. We need to get to know our candidates and our clients on a very, very, very deep level to really find out what makes them tick, where the problems are, and what can we do to help and hopefully make some money in the process and run a business. Um, but yeah, what was your question? Sorry, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> I wanted to add that to Vinny's point from but, earlier. Uh, but both of you are known for adding value to candidates. Like, again, without feeding you the answers from what I've seen. Yeah, Alex, at the moment, you've been sharing any job that's in your marketplace, whether it's yours or other people's. Yeah, I'm not too fast. Look, I just want to help people get back into work. I know a lot of people are in some pretty bad situations, personal ones, financial, you know, lost bereavements, lost family, they need to pay for a funeral maybe, unfortunately. So really what we just want to do is we want to help people get back into work, we want to help people progress and we want to do it right. And we don't want to mess people around and we want them to come back to us and we want to be the guys that they go to when maybe not even looking for a new job, maybe they just want some advice. We're happy to just have a chin wake every once in a while, to be honest, especially Vinny, but if you do, make sure you've got time to sit down and have a coffee, because you know, he said he's going to keep you on the phone for an hour. <laughs> but it will be worth it. Yeah, I think it goes to show, I mean, again, being going across to you, I know that you once had a candidate call someone for an hour, you've never placed that candidate, yet he continually feeds you leads about who's hiring contractors where. And oh, I think it's even it, it, during this period that I wasn't even working <laughs> anymore, it, he kept on sending uh, things and I was like, well, you need to direct them elsewhere. But yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> I, I think, and again, this is the, the start of you both coming back. And, and the reality is all the time you, you've put into people, into supporting them, into building honest relationships with them, really is, a, that, that's what, in my opinion, allowed for you both to be successful. Like, I mean, look, 
Where, where we bring the value to the candidates is the long-term approach. We get to know people, what are their long-term goals? How can we help you get there? We might not be in six months and we'll be very, very clear with you. This can't be done in six months. This can't be done now. Your expectations are way out of whack. And ultimately, if we can't do it, we will tell you. And we'll, I've got no problem in pointing you in the direction of another recruiter or another, because we all specialize in different things. So really it's what we know, what we're willing to tell you, which is pretty much everything. And really just keep things real. Keep it, you know, not, not just thinking about what we're gonna do, but main thing is the long-term approach our values. And then there's the standard stuff where we can help you write a wicked CV and things like that and learn how to interview prep and all that. But let's not go on about that because I think pretty much everyone does that. Yeah. No, I think it's the thing. It's something that you guys were talking about in your, your marketing material was every agency says that they're different, but do they, do they really demonstrate it? Like for you guys, what, what do you think being different is? What, what makes Recruit It stand out about what. others? I'll tell you what. Uh, I think that um, uh, I, I will remember forever uh, uh, the words of, you know, who I consider being my, my, my mentor. Um, that you know sometimes honesty in this job don't pay off uh, well to be honest uh, opening and closing our brackets this is this same person was the top pillar of the company I think he was one of the most honest and successful person I've ever met uh, in the industry but he used these words and I remember that you know his voice when he told me that he adapted to, to this you know this concept grew, grew in his mind with years that wasn't his primary conviction. So I think that where substantially uh, we will be making the difference would be because, you know, we will always try to be honest and uh, this is the way we will be different compared to the rest. Just being ourselves, just, you know, being able to to just say what we think, even when the reality is not comfortable to hear on the other side. Uh, uh, and this is something that we commonly share and we've been discussing about this like for, for time now. And yeah, I mean, look, on the com on the commercial side, um, how are we different? Well, I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of people talking about productization. I can't remember if that's the actual word. Um, we are quite happy to introduce our clients to other clients. We are quite happy to introduce candidates to clients uh, to tell them go direct. Um, we want to foster collaboration. We want to bring those values into your business. We want to really, we want to kind of. To me, it's a data-driven recruitment service. It's using the people skills that we've acquired. It's using the data that we've gotten the people, trying to really using that get to know you side. But commercially, it's the, yeah, the 360. We're not here to just solve your, we're really consultative. We're not just saying we are because we know the market rates and who's hiring at that time and who you need to speak to. We're actually consultative. We're actually, going to speak to you, find out what your problem is, whether it's procurement, whether it's sales, whether it's legal, whether it's HR, whether you, your retention, your staff retention is crap, whether, uh, for example, I had, um, I did a CV workshop the other day and we ended up talking about, okay, so this guy knows that we're launching, how, what are you different? And it was good to put it into words and I told him, like, look, we're, I started, he's now trying to, he's not using recruiters, but I know him, so I decided to help him with his CV, but he said, look, right now, are there specific companies I want to target? There are specific companies I want to target because I'm really passionate about working with them. I love their product. I love their service. I can bring a lot to their brand. And I kind of went through the process of how he's approaching, how he's approaching the getting in contact with them, getting the job. 
And I just kind of said to him, okay, well, look, this is where I personally think you're going on. This is how you're selling yourself on. You should be selling yourself on this, not the fact that you're free and you're available. You need to sell yourself on the passion on what new things are you going to do. But we can apply that to anything. Recruitment is a sales process. We can apply the knowledge that we've got in sales and compliance and marketing and branding and everything we've acquired over okay i've done three years recruitment and i did a couple of other years in events recruitment while i was managing communities um vinnie's been in recruitment five years you've been in recruitment in 15 years we can combine all those things but also apply them not just to recruitment to how you can improve your business and we've got some pretty big announcements hopefully coming up in the next few weeks on that in that sense so yeah we're not just saying we can do it we're going to show you that we can do it and that other businesses want to do it for us and ultimately it's going to benefit you of course and you know what i think it's that thing isn't it it's drawing upon everything you guys have done in the past whether it's your marketing stuff or or vinnie working in an agency but not just as a recruiter in both compliance and finance and i think this is one thing that comes across probably to most people that the vin speaks about is i don't I've, i've never come across a recruiter who understands contracts and compliance as well as Vinny. Like in in all of my time, whether that was at companies like the Adeco Group, working with top billers in computer people or Modis or, or VHR or Morgan Phillips, I've never seen anyone understand contracts and compliance on not just the UK level, like Vinny's all over Europe, understanding different services. Like Vinny, how important do you think your understanding of compliance has enabled you to be successful. Well, first of all, thanks. <laughs> Second, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's something that is compulsory. I got the luck of seeing these um, aspects because, you know, I started in recruitment without knowing that I would have ended up on a sales floor. So for me, has been, you know, uh, instrumental to become the 360 consultant, as Alex just said before, that I am today. But, you know, I, I think that this is a very important aspect from, from different uh, uh, from different reasons. First of all, for the way you look uh, uh, to the person that you're talking, it can be a candidate, it can be a client, showing awareness of what you're talking about is essential. And... Uh, the reality uh, is actually disciplined into the contract. So you need to be aware to translate the the reality and think that any sort of scenario that can happen to then have that uh, fully defined into a contract. So once again, they just work together, the the back office and and the sales floor, they just work together very closely. And, you know, it's it's very, it's even more important, I believe, in the recruitment as it is nowadays. Uh, In fact, I believe that that nowadays the recruitment is a way more regulated uh, field where, you know, all the the, uh, actor uh, on the field needs to be uh, involved in this big change of scenario starting from the clients ending up with the recruitment agencies and obviously also the candidate before as uh, at least for what i heard it wasn't that complex as it is today uh, i wasn't there at that time <laughs> i wish i was but you know it, it, it wasn't yeah it uh, sounded like fun didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I it was funnier. i think it was funnier but yeah you, uh, you know I, I think that a lot of companies uh, uh, have seen that as a as a threat as a 
you know, as a, as a challenge to face. And uh, here is one of the other uh, um, uh, things that we will be doing differently is, is the way that we are approaching those topics. We want to be able to, you know, to jump on the phone and to offer uh, awareness of the country where we are working, therefore, you know, be able to offer an ad hoc compliance solution to any sort of situation that we're gonna face, to try to be close to the client under any point of view, including the, you know, the legal side, which is essential. So there are things, there are other things which that will allow us to do, allow us to do that other agencies aren't doing in terms of creating revenue streams, visa applications, visa processes, all that kind of stuff, you know. So there is things that it helps a lot if you know how to interpret legal documents, contracts, but also personally, I used to think I was quite good at it, and then I met Vinny, and uh, then. But we were well, I would never sign anything without Vinny reading it first and going through it. But then there's we also work well because I quite like the finding the gray areas. And that sometimes helps Vinny to, okay, this is a gray area. How can we lock it down? How can we protect ourselves? And that's where I think he really excels and also protecting the client with, you know, everything from liabilities to we will make sure that you're covered that you don't have to worry about it, that you can just worry about reviewing CVs, doing your interviews and giving us feedback and making sure we're on board. Fantastic. I, I think that is it's a massive differentiator. I think as you guys have almost alluded to, some agencies take a very short-term view, just looking at, okay, how much money can I make of this particular contractor or per placement, whereas you're thinking of a, a long-term view of how do I create a solution that's valuable for both my candidates and my clients to now enable us to grow our business. And it's what got me excited about when you, you guys said to me uh, the back end of last year, look, we're doing this. Uh, do you know someone that can help on the compliance side? And I was like, yeah, look, if, if you want to give me my Even in the sense of like for all the, the different back office things and you said, do you know anyone? And I said, yeah, well, I'd love to get involved and, and really support you guys. It's because I believe that you can grow a market-leading technical recruitment consultancy that's able to cover the world. Because I, think it comes down, I think it comes down to our own values when as we want to grow the company as well. I think we're pretty clear on what we want to do and the freedom we want to give our employees and the kind of, you know, culture, office culture, startup culture that we want to do. And it's that it comes back to that. I remember the recruitment, you get the opportunity to build a business within a business. It's like, yeah, within limits, sir. And you get rewarded within limits as well, where I think that's what needs to change. Retention, staff retention and recruitment doesn't need to be as low as it is. No. In my opinion, and I think that's just down to management. Yeah, 100%. I think one thing that I've always seen is the idea of creating competitive sales flaws and encouraging competition. And that's good to a point, but then you lose out on, on the team-based side. And I think one of the things I respect about you the most is your idea of splitting. Now, I came to you, actually, with something that I was looking at. And I offered you a 50-50 split and you actually said, no, we want uh, 20% and you take 80 because you're doing all of this work. Right. Because of fairness. Fairness. How, Im how important is fairness to you, both? I won't do a deal if I don't feel like it's fair, to be honest. I just Because if I do do it, I'm not going to work on it. So what's the point of signing on the dotted line if you're just going to not deliver? Oh, of course. And how do you think that makes you different to... Uh, 
what other things are out there in terms of recruitment solutions? I mean, you'd like to think that everybody is like that. Yeah. Uh, realistically, no. So I don't know. Look, I've never. I know there are a few other people that I speak to, and that's the thing. The people that I like us that have the same values tend to end up coming together somewhere, whether it be on an online forum or just even I speak to competing recruitment consultants daily that I get on really well and we share knowledge and I even pass them leads and we do splits. So, you know, we, we, we want to foster collaboration between our clients, but we are leading by example by actually being completely open about working with other agencies if we're happy to get involved, but the deal has to be fair. Yeah. And if, I, if we don't feel it's fair, we're not going to agree to it because then it's just not going to be worked on, most likely. I think there's that old school view where they almost try to keep everything for themselves and would never split outside of that. Whereas, again, you, you both know the, the cultures that I'm cultivating in BMOR and XML is it is a split-based culture. And that's not just within BMOR and XML. It's why, yeah, I bring on board lots of different consultants. But I'm happy for us to split outside of that because... I would rather have a piece of something that is fairly earned versus nothing because I want all of it and I don't want to split with someone. Therefore, I don't either get my client the candidate they want or I don't get the candidate the job that they're looking for. I, how do you think, like, obviously, you guys have only experienced recruitment in the industry, well, Vinny for the last five years and Alex for the last three. How do you think the recruitment industry is changing in the future? AI is going to rule the world. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm really joking. I mean, look, we, we've just gone through, on the subject of AI, and AI is going to help. We've just gone, as you know, through uh, our own little tender process for a CRM. Shout out Vincere, even. Um, and the, the things compared to the what we've experienced before in terms of CRMs, wow, it, it, it changes a lot. It does make the process a lot smoother. Um, so yeah, it is going to help, but I think ultimately recruitment is always going to need that human touch. Yeah. You, you want to speak to a person and the person can understand a person, a machine, yeah, all right, it collects data and it can analyze it, but it doesn't have that human touch. How it's going to change is how it's already changing. I think like how Vinny said compliance, um, I'm still not quite certain what's happened with Brexit in terms of, I'm guessing that's probably a question for Vinny. Um, what else? I think really, I think people more people with our same kind of values because i think it might be a generational thing are going to come through and even if it's not exactly the same but i think recruitment the actual ethos and stigma i think people are sick and tired of hearing the uh recruiters are this recruiters are that the bad side of it but what people don't realize is they're bad in everything it's like everything else but i think i honestly think one the ai is going to help a lot in terms of process and also costs. Um, I think the actual office culture you'll see changing employment in terms of how recruitment agencies and consultants are treated. And I think all in all, I think you'll see a more wholesome service. Hopefully, that's what I'm hoping for. No, I agree with you. And obviously, the Alex said about country compliance, Brexit. Vin, what's your thoughts on that? How's everything changing and how almost a, a, a consultant is going to be able to stay on top of it? So first of all, I, I believe that, you know, uh, recruitment is changing and we are witness of those changes nowadays, every day. It's like we are 
living in an historical moment uh, that you know is, is is unprecedented and what we are seeing uh, is, is something in uh, in continuous uh, you know uh, change. change so yeah we will see the result of this i believe in the in the next few years uh, being uh, quite optimistic because you know you, you put together just to remain within the uh, uk you know territory context you, you put together the effects of the pandemic, of the R35, of the Brexit, so they all together will be changing massively what is even allowed to be done that up until yesterday was and from tomorrow might not be. So uh, I believe that the, the, the recruitment will change and also internally the, the, um, the equilibrium of back office and sales will be redistributed because there are some functions such as marketing and, and the same compliance which will be predominantly you know growing in, in the next few years because they are strategic uh, uh, you know uh, uh, strategic tools uh, in possession of of, uh, of a you know of a board of directors that needs to take a decision if investing or not within the company I think that the first investment will go more towards having an excellent uh, you know, marketing as well as a compliance department, uh, as well as having also an excellent, you know, sales team. But you know, that that, that will be more equilibrated. Uh, what I've seen uh, uh, for my uh, brief experience was the great uh, attention to the to the sales team. That is is everything. No, uh, I, I, again, I've been lucky enough to you know to participate to to both the courses, and and I can tell you that you know they are complementary like one couldn't exist without the other and vice versa yeah definitely definitely and i suppose like part of both of your successes is you adapted to a, a new market whether that was finney's ability to speak to different companies about compliance I, agree. I think our success was due to great call stats <laughs> great call stats <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, expand upon that. I obviously, I remember. I remember actually when when you got promoted from being a delivery person, you was going through your promotion chain, and my my deal with you was basically, look, if you don't bring me the call stats, you have to bring me vacancies. And and to be fair, you never brought the call stats, and you always brought the vacancies. Why do you think that was? Because the world's changed. <laughs> Because the world has changed since the 80s and the 90s and since the World Wide Web was introduced and all that. And I, so before you were talking about how Vinny builds relationships by spending hours on the phone, and I know you know we've got quite a different approach in that sense. Yeah. I prefer more touch points, spread them over a longer period of time and uh, shorter conversations. I'm quite to the point. I'm quite, yeah, I can do small talk. I can have a laugh. But I like to get to the point. What do you need? How can I help? Um, but obviously, space it out. I and I feel that that really does help to. It, one, it's the long-term vision. Again, it's I'm not looking to rush into building a relationship. I don't want to, you know, push it across. So, so to me, there's other ways that you can communicate. And I think to everyone else, uh, memes was my, one of my favourites. <laughs> I would randomly send candidates memes. Um, they'd send them back to me. But like WhatsApp, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Facebook groups, Twitter, uh, even I haven't never personally used it to recruit, but I know some people do it in some certain niches, Reddit. Um, 
there's so many other ways out there. You need to think outside the box. I personally don't pick up a phone number unless I know who it's from on my personal phone. And a lot of these people that we're calling candidates will be using their personal phone. So you've got to think, how else can I get a hold of you? Even if it's just a text message, do something different. And I remember, and yeah, I know you guys will know who I'm talking about. There was this one client that the whole delivery team hated working on. We were meant to be doing our promotion run, but they said, no, everybody's doing delivery now. And I was pretty much the only one. I was the first one to make a placement. I was pretty much the only one that was sending CVs at the start. Why? Because they were, we were being told to rinse through the database that had been rinsed three times already. Nobody was thinking, how can I find new candidates? No, they were just calling the same people over and over and over and over and over again and hearing the same things. Oh, people knew who we were calling about already. It got to a point where they just stopped picking up. So it's like, you need to find new candidates. Think outside the box. How can you reach those people? I even tried, I even managed to convince um, marketing department to give me a bit of budget to try LinkedIn ads or Facebook ads targeted in certain countries, certain companies that I knew were going to, might have people that might be willing to leave. But yeah, it's just, it's just the old dog, new tricks thing, I think. Yeah, definitely. In a nutshell. You, you, I think this is the thing, the difference between when I started recruitment to now is the level of tools available. Like we, we did see it all the time. We, WhatsApp, as an example, I remember sitting in meetings with senior people. Why is Alex on, on the phone? All the time? He's probably going to be WhatsApping a candidate or a client. It was, but I was on it until 9pm. <laughs> this, this is what they don't see. And this is one of the things that we want to really, really focus on. It's I don't, personally, when we were talking about culture going forward, employing, I don't really care what hours you do. I don't really care how long you spend on the phone. I don't really, I don't really care. You, you, I, we will give you the freedom to literally run a business within your business. And that's what it comes down to. It's okay. You might be, well, I remember there was times when I was working in Spain or uh, uh, Middle East or, you know, and the time difference, I was in the office at 4am at one point or 5am for a call. And it's like, you don't see what happens outside the office. You only see what happens inside. I know people know that we work outside of office hours, but you know, you do need to give that more balance. And also it's, I think there's a very big focus on volume rather than quality. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, right, law of averages and that, but you know, you need to focus on the quality. It's not chimpanzee recruitment to give one of my favorite managers ever a quote where you fling shit out a wall and hope that something lands, which is what a lot of agencies are doing now, which I've been hearing from clients. They're just getting spec CVs that, they haven't really asked for, and it's like, who even are you, mate? It's junk mail. They've been receiving junk mail. It's like somebody putting a pizza menu for your letterbox, 10 pizza menus every day for your letterbox at the same pizza place from different agencies. Oh, yeah, sorry, what were you saying, Vinny? No, I was saying that, you know, I fully agree on the fact that, you know, you don't need necessarily to be, uh, you know, in an office uh, eight, well, eight, nine hours a day because, you know, Sometimes, uh, if you have sense of responsibility, you will do the work outside the, the, the office, and sometimes you will be working even more than those hours. But I think that you know this this topic has been brought out to our attention, uh, even to the board of directors' attention, thanks to thanks sorry to COVID, because you know it, it put a lot of companies in a position where it was possible to get people to work from home. So you know the fact that they didn't, you know, even the old. School, oh. cool, uh, 
point of view uh, on this to uh, micromanaging to, to be micromanaging the staff is something that you know is is, is gonna lose of of importance going forward and we have already you know we are already experiencing this we, we can already see this we can already relate it to, to the to the to the current uh, uh, situation worldwide a lot of companies are realizing this a lot of companies are realizing that the productivity can even increase even if you work in less hours because in those hours you will be you know power hours with your job Boom. Yo, you keep on getting stuck, Vinny. Yeah, you keep on getting stuck. But yeah, we, look, look, he's completely right. And I know, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say next, Ben. I know everybody's an individual. And that's one thing you were pretty good at. It was, all right, well, what motivates me might not m motivate Vinny or might not motivate other consultants. Instead of telling me off, you might need to say, look, Alex, you're doing this different, or you might need to tell me off, depending on, you know, everybody's different. You need to get to know that person and really try and help them, not, you know, yeah, just the, uh, blanket management for everyone. I think uh, that, and that's really the thing, isn't it? It's outcome focused. Like, I remember actually when, when Vin was going for a promotion, and one of Vin's issues was sometimes you'd get caught up in just focusing on one or two clients instead of a couple more. So I said, look, and this is what's happened in the past now if you increase that activity for different clients i don't need you to do a million calls i need you to keep the quality i just need you to widen that base a bit and then Vinny did that gets promoted and it was the same with yourself and looking at always it's always about outcome focus that's where the recruitment industry for me changed like you're right in what you're quite target driven yeah well me and Vinny are both very target driven and quite competitive and but at the same time we would compete against each other a lot but at the same time we would do splits and we would collaborate and he would so it was always that it's like yeah but because at the same time it's the more i see you do better the more i want to do better than you so the better you're doing the more i want to push myself yeah were you saying it was genuine Vinny? Yeah, yeah, I was saying it was a genuine, uh, um, uh, how, how did you just say, competition, basically, because, you know, it was taking the best out of each other because we are both competitive, regardless of the context. Uh, then it was a work, so it just, you know, incentivated each other to do better. It was genuine and productive uh, as well. So, so which one of you is going to uh, generate more GP in the first year mm. of uh, recruiting? I already told Ben this. I'm going to start. I'm going to have so many contracts for you definitely to review, Alex. Vinny. Definitely, I mean, you're going to have to spend so yeah, much time Alex. reviewing contracts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, I'm just going to keep you stuck there. Uh, Loads of little nibbly changes, everything. No, no. Um, ultimately, we've done this. We and you know this. We've structured the company so that it benefits all of us yeah. equally, and um, so that if Vinny has to spend more time doing compliance um because that's what he's good at as well as sales then that's taking into account if i'm building more because i've got more time to do the sales because Vinny's doing the compliance or if i'm spending more time doing marketing and content and things like that um then Vinny's billing you know it's there's gonna be a balance we want to we want to do what's best for the business and we want to do what's best of us yes we've all got to eat but we really want to grow the business long term we know that uh, it's not going to be an easy four, five, six years, but we wouldn't have done this if we, if we don't think we could do it better than a lot of people. And yeah, I mean, look, if you think you can do it better than us, call me out on it. But I'm pretty confident on the one, the service, 
and to our knowledge and three i just think i i i'm a really big believer in ethics and you know like i've always say honesty integrity trust professionalism and you've seen it before where we've made mistakes we'll be the first ones to put our hands up and we'll say to the clients look mr client we're very sorry this is completely mea culpa mea culpa we will make it up to you and i think that's one thing that's missing in recruitment you need to be a bit more empathetic and sympathetic and have a bit of sympathy and yeah just be up front honestly and have ownership as well like if if a candidate doesn't turn up you've got it's to, not you've his got fault to take, it's your fault yeah you've got to take responsibility for it and you, you've got to then identify okay what what changes that and again for anyone who's need to recruitment alex's first candidate <laughs> i still remember his name mate i still remember his name <laughs> Fucking still makes me angry. Still makes me angry to this day. But this is the thing. You, you, I've seen. I've run enough academies. I learned, and that's the thing as well. And I think that that's also what I would say made you two two of the best people I've trained. Having trained, I don't know, probably thousands of recruiters now. You're easily two of the best, and. One of your attributes is that is because you always learn. You always took on board stuff and you, you figured out almost day questions. by day. A lot of bloody questions. And, I, and asked a lot of questions. And we weren't afraid to ask questions. And if they were stupid questions, fine, laugh at me. But at the end of the day, I've, you, I'm, I've picked something up off of that. I wouldn't ask a question if I wasn't going to learn something from it. And a lot of the time it was questions that other people were thinking, but they just didn't want to ask. And I think that's one of the things that's, Really, it's our inquisitive nature that will help us get to the bottom of your, you know, your issues, your problems. What can we do? Definitely. I think one one final question then is, if you're speaking to someone who's brand new to the recruitment industry, what advice would you give them? Sorry, what, what was it, the question well, you made out? If, if you're speaking to someone who's brand new to the recruitment industry, what advice would you give them to have a chance of succeeding in the way that both of you have succeeded? Vinny, do you want to go first or? Perseverance. Huh? Perseverance. 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 Patience. Yeah. Uh, patience. Patience, patience <laughs> coming from Vinny, probably the one of the most impatient yeah. people I've ever worked <laughs> 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 That's why, you know, because at least I learned it. I'm not able to put it in practice, but I learned. <laughs> I think, it, again, like, it's a real story between the two of you in, in competing with each other. In once Alex got his promotion and then Vinny got promoted shortly after, Alex built well, shortly. I mean, still, still, but, still, still took him a couple of more months. Eh? Um, <laughs> in your, he was too busy reading contracts. Let's try to avoid the reminder. In the first year where both of you were competing, Alex did build significant more than Vinny. And then yeah. suddenly the tables almost started to turn. Not even. Not even. Uh, I think, I think in. I think in the first year, I was for like the first half, I was smashing it. And then the second half, I was still billing, but not as much towards Christmas. But then Vinny nice. managed to get himself into the end of the yearly competition, the sales competition trip in like the last two weeks with like two big invoices. And uh, I think in the end, we were pretty much... There wasn't much of a difference, I that, think, in the end. That, that was probably the thing that I saw between you. You really did. You, you laughed about it. You bantered with each other, but you always pushed each other on. 
equally while supporting each other as well, giving each other advice. Or get, like there were times where I know between the two of you where you didn't even split stuff, where one of you handed it over yeah, to the other one based, based on who was better. And I think this is Absolutely. the thing, isn't it? Absolutely. This is the, the new school of recruitment. It's you win together as a team. And I know that's something that you're both no, able to create. Like if I someone's got do a this without any like, of you. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, exactly. I wouldn't want to do this without Vinny or without Ben. And if I did do it, I mean, look, I'm sure me and Vinny could have easily found a job. I, I had, I, it's quite funny, when I was looking for work, I was, you know, I did 30 interviews and then thank God you like drum and bass. So <laughs> no, I probably still do 30 interviews. Um, but, um, but yeah, and then funny enough, when we left, when I went back on the job market, I started getting approached and it was like, because we had the idea from pretty much when we became unemployed. Um, I was like, okay, well, Vinny doesn't want to tell anyone. I understand that. I don't want to tell anyone. It's like, so how do I, how do I cancel? Like, how do I say no? Because before it was always me searching for jobs. And yeah, right. While I was working, I was getting the odd message. But literally, when I became available, it was daily. And it, it, the thing is, what I'm trying to say is, we could have taken a job somewhere else, but we decided to do this because we really want to do things differently, and we want to, you know, bring change. I am so excited about what what Recruit It are going to build over the You'll next... You'll get there, mate. You'll get there. You'll get there. We might stop some shares off you if you don't. But... <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank God I'm not frontline selling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be part of the interview process when we hire it. You've got to say Recruit It three times fast. Can I just spell it Recruit I mean, it's better than Recruiter Room. Recruiter Room. Oh, yeah, when you guys told me that was a potential name, that was not. A... We thought it was wicked, I and mean, a few people really <laughs> liked it. I genuinely still think it's a sick name for her. You shouldn't be saying this aloud because people someone's can copy gonna, us. We don't have copywriting on it. It's 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 someone's, if someone steals Recruiter Room, I'm going to laugh at them as well. Remember, we were like, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, register yeah. it before anybody steals the name. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Nobody's going to steal that name, mate. <laughs> oh, guys. But, yeah. Look, guys, this has been a great interview. For anyone listening, make sure you, you check out Alex and Vinny or Alejandro Bello Perez and Vin... Uh, Vincenzo. 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 Mario. Mario. Segnale. Without the Mario, please. <laughs> Mario. Segnale. Uh, genuinely, too. But yeah, so, look, just, uh, we, we forgot to mention, but look, we're going to be a oh, bit bad that we forgot to mention this. We're going to be doing aviation. We're going to be doing automotive and motorsport and marine and renewables. Um, I'll be doing marine and renewables. Vinny will be doing aviation and automotive and motorsport. And yeah, we're looking to cover all of Europe and even further afield. So if you do have any needs or any issues that you want to talk about, and like we said, it's not just recruitment, we're a real consultancy, yeah. get in touch. And we're, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. And again, just so everyone can bear in mind, like while it is at startup stages, you've got the full support of the X-Men and B-More teams in terms of jobs that, to resource or us supporting you and resourcing jobs. So we've got the same ability to, to match any big consultancy out there at the moment, whilst giving what I feel is a much more personal service. Like, I am so excited, guys. You guys are going to absolutely smash it. I just want to get off on the phone and stop writing and stop doing all this. You know, I want to get back on the phone and talk to people. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been in contact with people. 
but it's not the 18 BD calls a day anymore. Yeah, but now, now that, was once, that, that was only once, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Make sure you check out Alex and Vinny, two of the best recruiters I've ever worked with and trained. And luckily, they said to me, Ben, do you want to get involved and get some shares in this business? And I was automatically going to say yes. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah, we got a good deal because we knew he was going to say yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it's fair. It, it's fair. Very, that's the important very bit. Fair. Well, thank, thank you very much. Thank you, Ben, and thank you, Bitmore, and thank you, Jeff, as well. Shout out to everyone that's been involved over the last six months. It's been a long journey, and thank you, Mum. <laughs> 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 she just messaged me as well. I'm trying to do work, Alex. Please keep it going. <laughs> but yeah, all right, guys. Thank you, and we'll hear from you soon.